The key to success on the field and in your backyard is a comprehensive game plan. So if you're building a fence or a deck this year, trust a Turkstra coach to design, quote, or order the right materials for your project. Visit a Turkstra Lumber near you to learn more. From the Ticats Audio Network, this is the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. Welcome back to the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. Ticats coming off a loss to Edmonton at Tim Hortons Field. With a long rain lightning delay, that was last Thursday, and getting ready to go out west this coming Saturday, the 26th. That's a 7 p.m. Eastern time zone start uh, kickoff for that game. Unusual for our BC games, but uh, good for us, uh, good for all the listeners in Hamilton. That'll be 7 p.m. Hamilton time. Uh, as always, listeners, get ready to send your questions to game day at tiecats.ca. Those are questions for Coach O. Each week, we're going to pick a question from fans like we've always done to ask Coach. We have one later in this episode. That's game day at tiecats.ca. You can send those questions for Coach. Coach, last week, tough loss, obviously. Uh, maybe, maybe let's start with offense. What's standing out to you as you're getting ready for this BC game, as you watched that game film? What stands out as the biggest thing, the biggest issue that needs correction before you go out west to BC? I think just consistency. Um, that's that's what it is. What I you know I always start with, you know you, you you piece it all together. I thought we had a great response to their score, uh, moved the ball down the field, took us three downs, but we put it in. End result was a touchdown, and I thought that was extremely positive. I think the other thing that was really good is we didn't turn the ball over. Like we didn't, you know, I'm saying interception wise, uh, did result in a few more sacks holding the ball. But at the end of the day, we, we took care of the ball there. I thought we ran the ball effectively. Um, you know, I thought the ball control was good. But, you know, when you only get down to the score zone or red zone, as it's more commonly known, uh, you want to find a way. And it's tough when you don't come away with points. We had a tough day kicking the football. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, that's an offensive play also, meaning field goals. Yeah. So you can have great drives, uh, but when you leave 10 points out there uh, in a game like that, it, it makes it tough. And so it's easy to, set, you know, to point to the offense, but the off- there's a lot of things that go into it. You know, if you're ending up with three points, yeah, it's not your, not your goal, but it does help, and those add up. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden it's nine more points, and the game, the game changes. So, uh, yeah, there's definitely things, but I think, you know, on a short week, meaning with a new a change in the dynamics of the room, obviously at the coordinator position, uh, receivers understanding things. Um, I thought they did a decent job collectively, you know. And, and when I say all this, Luke, the ultimate goal is to win. But when you do break it down, when you go part part whole versus whole part part, um, the whole is we need to win. But when you break it down to the part part whole. On your way to a win, mm-hmm. there's there's lots of things to gravitate to, and so looking for the offense to take another step this week against a very good BC Lion defense. Yeah, no, I, that's a that's interesting insight. I remember as a player, uh, you know, you, unfortunately, fans are sort of stuck in they can only the only the hole. You know, you just you just want to win, absolutely, <laughs> and you don't have any control over anything. And it's just, but as a player, I remember losing even sometimes bad games, and then you turn it on, and you think, 
man, like it just, if only it only would take three things changing. Like if I just did three things better, that'd have been the best game of my life maybe. And, but as it stands, yeah. you know, I, I didn't do anything. I had, I had two catches for 25 yards, but, but it's, you know, a handful of really controllable factors different and it would have, and it would have been a different game for me. So the, the part, part whole is a very interesting, uh, and, uh, uh maybe, uh, I don't know, sports psychology, maybe I would say it's a good, good way of maybe approaching, uh, uh, a, sp- a football game. Um, yes, yeah, so Taylor Powell. So obviously, young quarterback still. I mean, he took. It's hard to come in as, a, especially as a rookie, and take over uh, uh, for for two quarterbacks that have that have went down when you were sort of had your learning cap on, and all of a sudden you've got your football helmet on. And so, uh, do do you do you recognize progression in his game? You mentioned uh, you know protecting the ball as far as turnovers and interceptions go. Absolutely. And I think he did that. And sometimes there's a, a different cost with that, right? Maybe we could have got rid of the ball quicker, but sometimes when you're, there's an emphasis on not turning it over, you know, you're going to hold it for that split second longer. And, you know, not all sacks are equal. Some are on the quarterback, some are on the O line, some are on receivers, maybe heading the wrong way. So it's a collective thing when it comes to sacks. It's easy analytically to say, oh, the O line's got to pick it up. Well, not everything's equal. Right. And you know that. And I don't, you know, I don't want to get too in depth, but that's the truth. Mm-hmm. And that's where stats tell a portion of it. And it is a, a variable to look at, but it doesn't tell the whole story. So when it comes to Taylor, it, you see the, the improvements, but there's going to, there's growing pains. There yeah. just is. And it's not, a, it's not from a lack of trying there. You know, we, we got to pick things up. I know we started, I know we'll move to special teams and defense. We're kind of keeping it, you know, offensive centered right now, but there's, other ways to help your quarterback other than just on offense. And so I see him working at it, wanting to get better. And, you know, there's very few quarterbacks. People would have to name them for me that just were inserted in. And I'm, I'm talking about not like with CFL experience, right? I'm saying mm-hmm. just coming in and then just lighting it on. And then it's their show for the next 10 years. Yeah, You're going to be hard pressed to find that. And that's just the truth and the facts. In the meantime, how do you coach around that and find ways to get in the win column? That's that's what it's about. Hmm. I take it. So, yeah, people are going to look at seven sacks. That's a tough stat line in that game. But I think you're touching on maybe, you know, the truth is nuanced and the tr- truth is always nuanced. But in this case, uh, is it is it obvious as you look through though through these? Are you seeing hey these three Taylor? You know you you escaped in the wrong direction, or you escaped too soon? You need to stay in that that pocket even though it's shrinking. And these four, let's you know these are the offensive line. Is it is it as simple as that that you can break it into categories of sort of blame or or you know coaching? Absolutely, you know I think everybody's got to take uh, the ownership. All I'm suggesting is that yeah, there's there's two schools of thought, maybe three, maybe four, but there's there's those that say, um, you know, hey, I don't. You can say whatever you want. It's seven sacks, and I would say absolutely, you're correct. Uh, they're not all equal though, and one could say, yeah, it is. It's a sack, but that's not how you work from the inside out. You, right. you got to dig into the why, right? And so, yeah, the result is the result. No challenging that. Moving past that, they're not all equal. Sometimes we did. We got beat off the edge, just the way we beat people off the edge. When you have a pass play called and somebody's wide open and you executed it perfectly in practice, 
and all of a sudden in the game, you know, the tackle whiffs or a guard whiffs or the center whiffs, it's it's tough duty. And now at that point, you can say, I'm still going to try to force this or I'm going to throw it right before the receivers out of his break or I'm going to have to eat it and live for another day. And I thought he did a good job of living for another day. Now there's other ones where he could have got rid of the ball and mm. probably saved it. And those are the things that internally you want to see those improvements uh, there. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, you know, we'll uh, we'll continue to grind and work. And nobody's uh, if you come out and watch practice and you watch the prep and you watch these guys come in here and give it their all, um, you, you'd be proud. Yeah. The other sort of standout stat of that game is of like is what you already touched on is the three missed field goals. You know, maybe quarterback is a is a. A comparable, uh, you know, isolated position like a kicker, but probably the kicker is the most isolated person on the football field. How do you help a kicker? How do you coach? Is there something that you and Jeff Reinbolt can do to, to help Mark Leggio bounce back from from a three missed field goal game? Well, yeah, I mean, that's part of it is coaching, but ultimately it's no different than, you know, when when I was trying to prepare you as a receiver. You know, I can I can yell at you all the way till you get in the huddle. At some point, I got to be quiet and just let you perform. Uh-huh. And it's no different there. Is you can have these tools, but oftentimes it's it's not the physical things. You know, we're playing professional football, and I'd say that everybody's good and the majority are great. And the physical tools are usually what it is, but it's the mental stuff. I think sometimes it's what's between the ears that separates people. And whether they're able to respond from adversity or not. And at the end of the day, you can't fool yourself, right? And that's at any position. And that's in life in general, right? Like you got you to be real about what it is. So, yeah, there are things that Jeff and I can do. Um, you know, mainly from my point, it's like get back up off the, you know, you fell off the bike, get up mm-hmm. and let's pedal it again. Like, and you, you show them things of success. Yeah, there's isolated individual tools, you know, keeping your head down and that. I'm not a professional kicking coach. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's yeah. what's unique about the CFL, but they we've never had those. Right? So there is a lot of onus on the kicker, but um he's responded, he put it through the post in practice and that's great, but um you know, my biggest thing is to make sure he's equipped between the ears, has the full confidence and goes out there and performs. Yeah. So 2019, Coach, yeah, even 2018, when you were in the receiver room with me and Speedy and those guys, and you know your sort of emphasis on positivity and on you know the correct mindset of an athlete was great for me as a player. And in 2019, I felt like you know our team meetings were really focused. We had a very uh, very cohesive message throughout that season, throughout that you know really successful uh, season of 2019. You mentioned with Legio, you know, kind of giving, showing him maybe some some inspiration, some some positivity. Do you have that approach in your te- with your team right now too? Yeah, three and six. Yeah, tough loss to Edmonton, but a lot of work left to do. The season's still alive in in, in a sense. Uh, do you have sort of is positivity sort of the message you lead with even in this place where even coming off of this loss even you know sub 500 it's always that fine line to what i say between grace and accountability Hmm. and so the football is a game of mistakes human beings make mistakes 
that's where our way watt comes in Luke. And you know what that, and you know, for those around there say, what is a way watt? It's, it's, what are you working on today? It's just an acronym for that. And some people, you know, relay that into being 1% better or whatever it looks, but I'm always, we're always going to give the opportunity for our people to get better and specific deliberate practice. This is your opportunity to write it down and then do you follow through on it? And that's really between you and you, meaning the player and himself. And that's for coaches too. I think this can be used in life. This can be used all over the place. Mm-hmm. And it's not a fad. This is a, you know, it's people based. And when things are people based, you're going to have a better chance of sustainability. And so the messaging, yeah, at times is positive, but we're, we address elephants in the room and I can see, you know, when you, when you crank, <laughs> You know, we kind of use the ship analogy a little bit, and you I think I might have did that. But when you when you decide to just turn around with a cruise ship, it yanking on the wheel, it's not going to make a hairpin turn. It's going to turn slow. And sometimes you're going to see progress. Sometimes you're not. You, you got to stay the course. And so that's that's what we're doing. We're staying the course. We feel like our foundation is solid. It's we get it. We understand this is a performance-based business, period. However, if, if you just focus on that, then you're defeated, right? You can't, you can't focus. You have to focus on your deliberate practice and getting better. And some days you're going to have more energy than others. And some days you're going to have some games, you're going to get the tip ball. Some days the ball is round and it always bounces to you. And most of the time it has points and it bounces away. It's, that's just football. And so when you have a game of mistakes, it's let's make the least amount and let's not make repeated ones. And that's the encouraging part. And this is what we this is part of the part part before you get to the hole. The hole is you got to win. Okay, duly noted. Okay, got it. Focusing on the win doesn't get the job done. Done this for 20 years as a player and a coach, been on some great teams, been on some average teams, been on some bad teams. And the first thing you got to do is stay together. And sure, I've been in rooms where you get, you know, less regular words than swear words and negativity and that. And that's fine. If, if your football team can respond to that, that's great. But you're dealing with people now. Mm. And, uh, you know, as well as I do, you're going to take enough and then it's going to fall on deaf ears. And then it's going to become a call center environment. And you're just going to check in and. Do your job and leave. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> grace, grace and accountability. And you know, there's bonding. You want them to play cribbage and hang out and do some things and and have some dinner and go get oysters and do their mm-hmm. thing. That's what you want. That's part of it. All the great teams I've been on had that. You talked about the bond in your room mm-hmm. uh, or your year and years in general. So, I would say that uh, we found a nice balance between grace and accountability. We're not afraid to uh, attack. We don't attack people as much as we attack problems. Let's say it like that. If you said, Mm -hmm. let's cut this down, what are you talking about? We're going to attack behaviors and challenges really hard. Uh, I find when you attack people, uh, yeah, you can draw your own conclusion to that. Yeah, that's great. Really helpful insight. And as you as you answered that question, I thought so many things came up, came to my mind about my own uh, career and our time together. You know, I used to. I used to run onto the field and I would 
uh, and I would be saying to myself, here, see, run, catch, here, see, run, catch, here, see, run, catch. And like, and totally trying to take the whole, the whole of the game and the whole of everything out of it and only have the one part in front of me of hear the play, see the defense, run the route and catch. And if, especially, I had to do it so much, especially after I had just done something poorly, like dropped a pass or, or, or if we just, you know, did fail, you know, did bad on our previous drive or if, whatever if we were losing it was even more important to focus on the part and here see run catch was my like you know motto to myself of just you know forget about everything else about the game right now and just hear this hear the hear the play and the snap count and uh the like you know you just get lost over the course of a season but even in the course of a game you can just get you know like uh well, of course, Tommy, my one of my mentors, he always said the fog of war, you know, it's just you just kind of you can you can forget why you're doing it or what you're supposed to be doing. And if you don't break it down to the to the littlest detail uh, for you. And I remember the years that we spent together, the ups and downs of those seasons, It, like you mentioned, it also came down to uh, the, the time with the with the guys day three dinners. And funny enough. The trip to BC was always a highlight of the year. I uh, samurai sushi was was our. We would get off the plane and immediately go to uh, samurai sushi, and all sort in all all great restaurants and stuff in BC. So I don't know, Coach. Maybe this maybe this weekend is the is a turning point for uh, for your guys when they go and have a blast in uh, BC. <laughs> I think so. I think so. There's something to be said for bonding and road trips. Uh, ultimately, it's got to be done on the field, but there's so much there's so much that goes into it, and you know, at the end of the day, you got to stay the course. You got to find out the formula and what works for your football team. You know, this year, what do we want it to look like in November? Basically, two things, two questions you always ask: what has to happen, and what can't happen. And then you got to also be flexible enough to deal with injuries um, all injuries aren't equal obviously right the number could be equal every team could have 50 but are you losing leaders are you losing what what are you losing everything's not equal and that's where the analytics and stuff um, tell partial truths but we'll keep doing things the right way working hard having fun there's no doubt about it don't get it twisted winning is fun and we go from there but uh, morale is good the work ethic is good Great. The uh, let's get a fan question in here before before the end of our show here. Remember, you can send your questions for Coach O to game day at ticats.ca. This week is a question from Daryl in Hamilton. Daryl says, Coach, it seems like the Ticats are always making a late run for the playoffs. I can only remember a few years where the postseason was, quote, locked up for the Ticats early on. Why do you think this is? And do you think your team can once again make a late run this year? Thank you, Daryl. Yeah, fair question, Daryl. And boy, I'll tell you what, you know, I've been here since 2013. And I think all but the year I was with you, Luke, yeah. uh, my first year as a head coach in 19. I think that's probably what Daryl's referring to here. Uh, the, the answer is every year your team's different. And sometimes it takes longer to figure out. Like I said, sometimes the ball's round. And, and as we know, it's built with points. And sometimes mm -hmm. you get those bounces. And um, I think the one thing that has to be consistent is just playing hard, having a plan, and and sticking to it. And obviously, you got to stay a little bit healthy along the journey. Um, 
I don't have an answer or we would have fixed it in 14. We'd have fixed it in 15 when I was the coordinator. Uh, <laughs> nobody likes starting one and three, one and four. Mm-hmm. It's, it's trying and, but it's part of it. And that's the beauty about the CFL is that you start slow in the NCAA or maybe you use sports or like you're done. You know, you're, you're pretty much done and you're on to the next year where you can figure it out in this league and there's a back half of the season to be played. And that's when you want to be playing your best football. So can we, do I think this team has the, the ability? Absolutely. The answer, answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's what it is. And, and, and the thing is, is, you know, <laughs> this, this will be a little bit hard to palate for some people, but the, the goal is, is not to make the playoffs. The goal is going to win the great cup. And I don't ever lose sight of that. That's, that's the vision. It's not, oh, the season's like this. Let's get to the play. No, no, we want to be playing our best ball. And whether we're on the road or at home, we're still going after the Grey Cup. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to be defined by the record or whatever. That's, that's for everything else. And at the end of the year, mm-hmm. we're, we're pre practicing every day like champions, not, not to be to compete. And that's just the truth. That's the you can you can come into the meetings, and that's that's what it is. And you you know that Luke. Our goal when you were there was to be eighteen and zero. And as yeah. soon as we lost a game, the new goal was to be seventeen and one. And after you lose that one, it's to be sixteen and two. We're never going to prepare to lose, mm-hmm. and we're not going to have rose colored glasses. But we're not we're not pre, we're not preparing and going through all this to compete. So absolutely, Daryl, we can uh, we can get this done this year. Yeah. To play the analyst uh, here, uh, the Hamilton and Ottawa both have three wins. Saskatchewan in the West has five, and Calgary three in the West. And so, to Daryl's uh, question, there, there's everything is still available for the CFL season ha- uh, halfway through for the Tie Cats. Uh, Coach, that was very uh, helpful insight. And uh, let's take a moment here for our sponsors, Turkster Lumber. Coach O's show with Luke Tasker is presented by Turkster Lumber. Check out the project coaches at Turkster Lumber. They can help with every part of your home renovation from designing a deck to ordering a new front door. Learn more at TurksterLumber.com. And fans, remember, Daryl had his question on today's show, and you can send your questions to gameday at TieCats.ca. Coach, Always, always love your your message and your energy, and I really appreciate your time. Good luck as you guys get ready to go west to BC. Thanks a lot. Another episode of the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker is in the books. Let us know your thoughts. Email us at gamedayatiecats.ca. Coach O and Luke are back next week to discuss the latest from the locker room. Subscribe to the Tiecats Audio Network on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.